Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Thrive Beautifully Business Podcast. I am your host Megan Shalidis and on this show we chat about all things entrepreneurship, client attraction and lifestyle design. I'm super excited to be here so let's dive right in to today's session. Hello, wonderful human beings, and welcome to another episode. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you my top three healthy boss babe habits that absolutely changed my life and helped me 10x my productivity. Now, I'm going to kick today's episode off by sharing that being an entrepreneur means that you are probably wearing a heck of a lot of hats. You are focusing on marketing your business, growing your business, staying sane, selling your offer, delivering a phenomenal result, admin, hiring, team, staff, all of the friggin' things. And we've often got so many things going on that burnout, unfortunately, often comes as a result of neglecting the stuff that actually fills our cup and keeps us running at peak performance. And particularly over the last two years, I've had so many conversations with hundreds of women, hundreds of entrepreneurs who are pretty much at the space right now where they have given what feels like all there is to give. And today's episode really is designed to help you get back into alignment, get back into your flow, fill your own cup first so that you can continue delivering amazing, life-changing work to your clients. So again, today I'm going to be sharing my top three healthy boss babe habits that have changed my life and that helped me 10x my productivity. Now I will share that you are going to hear some things in this episode that you have probably heard before. And the fun part about this is that sometimes hearing things in a brand new way is exactly what we need to feel that boost of inspiration and to actually get going again and remind us of what is most important. I know there are some things that I have shared again and again and again, and sometimes all it takes is one reminder to get us back on track with where we want to be. So I invite you to be open during today's episode. If you've heard something before, I want you to ask yourself, am I actually integrating this shit? Or am I just jumping back into learning another thing and then skipping over it because it's not new and shiny and exciting? Oftentimes, as I've shared before, it's the boring basics that actually build the results that we want. The magical results where really all of that excitement lies. So the first thing that I want to share with you is that before I even go into the first tip, these are three things in my life that I consistently come back to, right? So when I find myself feeling like my batteries are a little bit flat or that I've come totally out of alignment with feeling like my usual energetic bubbly self and wanting to pour amazing workout into the world, I come back to these three things. As basic as they are, these are the things that have changed my life. So here we go. The first thing that I want to share with you is about your morning routine. Now, I can already feel some of you checking out (laughs) at this point. Oh God, not another morning routine training. Here we go. And I'm going to share it with you anyways, because this is where we get it so wrong. Right. As things typically progress in business, maybe you are starting out on your entrepreneurial journey and you've got some space, right? Maybe you've navigated leaving your job and you've got a tiny bit more space than you used to. It can be much easier to do the self-care things and to have the long morning routine. But as business picks up, what typically ends up happening is for most people, we'll actually revert back to the habits that we had while we were in full-time employment. And if you are lucky enough, fortunate enough to have been an entrepreneur all your life, this will still apply to you on a different level, right? We get busy. We're in the programming of being busy and hustling and rushing into all these different spaces. And we actually end up forgetting to fill our own cup first. And the very thing that actually enabled us to have the energy to go out and share this amazing work with the world no longer becomes a priority as things get busier and busier. 
And what ends up happening is the seed for our imminent failure is actually sown in that moment of busyness. And one of the easiest ways to bypass this, to navigate this and to restore that balance so you are always fueled and inspired and ready to go, even on the days when you don't feel like it, right? Because I want to share that we can't just move when we're feeling inspired. But if you want to create the physiology that makes it so much easier for you to change the world and hit your revenue goals and serve amazing clients, it starts with you. It starts with filling your own cup first. And so what I recommend that you look at is looking at understanding that you are your own golden goose. I'm going to share a story that I share with all of my clients. I think the story was amazing. I'm probably going to botch it. So if you know exactly where it came from, please feel free to send me the actual story. And then I can actually cite that in this podcast. But there was a story some time ago of a man who discovered a really, really interesting creature. He discovered a goose that was laying golden eggs. And this man was so overexcited, right? I want you to imagine peasant farmer discovering a goose that actually laid a golden friggin' egg. And I want you to imagine him probably sticking this egg in his mouth and chewing on it a little just to make sure that he wasn't going absolutely insane out of his mind and realizing, oh my God, this is a golden egg. My life could be changed forever. And so what he does is he puts the goose in a box, And he races with that egg to the market and he goes and sells this golden egg for an absolute fortune. He is delighted, overexcited, over the moon, partying like crazy and in total shock about the fact that this goose has just popped out a golden egg that has in one day completely transformed his entire life. So what does he do? He decides to go back to the box where he has trapped the goose and he takes out of his jacket a beautiful shiny knife and he cuts the goose open, right? hoping to discover lots and lots and lots of golden eggs. And instead, what he discovers? Goose guts, surprise! (laughs) Somehow, this guy in this parable decided that if he cut open this goose, there would be this infinite supply of golden eggs that he could just rip out of the goose all at once, take to the market and sell and never have to work ever again. And his greed in that moment and his misunderstanding of what it took to actually create the golden egg was the reason that he failed in the story. What would have been a far better thing to do would have been to take that goose home and treat the goose like the king or queen that it was, queen in this case, and really just feed it the best food. Nourish the hell out of it. Give it the best, softest, coziest bed that you could possibly get it so it continues producing golden eggs. And what I want you to know is you are the golden goose. I almost said you are the golden egg. (laughs) You are the golden goose creating the golden egg in your business. And if you are not well-fed, happy, and nourished, guess what happens? No more golden eggs. Right, for most of us at the early stages in our business, we are the thing that produces the livelihood, the work, the support for our clients. And if you are not giving from a full cup, none of that gets to happen. And we tend to forget this. So what I want to share with you is to look at yourself differently. Take this parable and think about it for a second. How are you treating your golden goose? Did your golden goose eat a nourishing breakfast today? Or did you freak it out and decide, nope, no breakfast for you. Sorry, golden goose, slap over the head. I've got emails to check, right? I've got social media feeds to scroll through. I've got a million things that are more important than you. Right? And this is so heartbreaking because especially with female entrepreneurs, I tend to see this where we put the world before ourselves, missing this powerful, powerful message that without us, there is no service. Without us, there is no business. There is no giving. Right. So what I want to invite you to do is to fill your own cup first. The easiest way to do this, in my experience, is to find a morning routine that works for you. I don't care if your morning routine is three hours long and you need to have an ice bath, go for a deep tissue massage, 
make an amazing breakfast and then get to work. Or if you only have 10 minutes, right, while you're getting the kids ready for school to breathe and have a mindful cup of coffee. So what I recommend that you do is you structure your morning routine in the way that actually fits your lifestyle. So no aspirational bullshit, right? If you only have 10 minutes, don't plan for a three hour routine because you will disappoint yourself. If you have three hours, don't expect that you're going to feel like having a three hour morning routine every single day, right? You want to plan for flexibility. And the easiest way to do this is to look at what are the habits that I want to install in my morning routine? What are my non-negotiable wellness tasks that are going to ensure that my golden goose actually keeps producing golden eggs, right? For me, it's making sure that I've slept enough the night before because I am the crankiest motherfucking zombie if I have not had enough sleep. My brain cannot function, right? If I have not eaten a healthy breakfast, I'm guaranteed to bite somebody's head off out of sheer irritation by mid-afternoon, right? Those are non-negotiable wellness tasks for me. Sleep enough, eat enough. Take a moment just to breathe, right? I don't check my emails first thing in the morning because I want to tap into what my intuitive wisdom is saying for the day before I get bombarded with emails and client stuff and all the amazing, exciting things that really revolve around running a business. So for point number one, I want you to look at how am I treating my golden goose? Is my golden goose screwed? (laughs) Have I metaphorically cooked my golden goose? Or am I feeding it amazing food? Am I nourishing it in the ways that I can? And I want you to pick one thing that you can add to your morning routine and allow yourself to be flexible. Right, because the reason for failure for most people is because we go super black and white with these things. And I used to be exactly the same. I went, if I'm not waking up at 5 a.m. and working out and doing this and having a cold shower, suddenly I'm a failure at all these things. And what I realized was I would be consistent for a week, (laughs) maybe two weeks. And then maybe two weeks in, I wake up and I just don't fucking feel like it. I don't want to have a cold shower. My body needs rest more than it needs this intense workout that I'm going to do today. And I would deem that a failure. And then fall off the wagon and go, well, since I failed with that morning routine, I'll just eat 12 cupcakes because I'm already screwed. (laughs) And instead of this black and white thinking, what really, really helped me was just going, I'm just going to be gentle. I know I have the self-awareness that some days I'm going to wake up and go, if I walk two laps around my house today, I'm happy on the exercise front. On other days, I'm going to be so over-energized that I'm going to want to do the super intensive sweaty workout. I'm going to want to read this intense personal development book. Some days I'm going to want to read a page of poetry, have a slow cup of coffee and take a gentle walk, right? Set yourself up for success by being flexible and installing those non-negotiable wellness habits before you do anything else in your day, right? Nothing else. No checking emails. Do the things that you know are going to put you in alignment with enough energy to get out there and do your best work in the world. All right. Now, topic number two is something that I probably think that every single human being who uses social media needs at at least one point or another in their lifetime. And that is going cold turkey and dopamine detoxing. Right. So there is a wonderful experience that I've had where I through an experiment, through a self-experiment, began to track exactly how much time I was spending on social media. And as a content creator, you might be going, well, that's different, right? This is exactly the same dialogue I used to convince myself that this was okay. I am a content creator. I'm allowed to spend time on social media. Social media is a great source of revenue for me and my business. And what I realized was when I actually unpacked it, there was quality time spent on social media where I was making connections. I was creating powerful content. I was doing the stuff that I needed to do to move my business forward. But about 80% of that time was actually just mindless scrolling and getting stuck down a cute cat video rabbit hole on Facebook, right? Not probably the best use of my time. The other thing that I noticed was I checked my emails approximately 40 times per day. 
cue the awkward silence and dramatic plate smashing noises because I think that is so insanely much and it doesn't even touch the tip of the iceberg for some people working in corporate or some people in their really really busy businesses and I realized how insane this was because I was wasting huge amounts of time hours and hours and hours of time every day on stuff that quite frankly was not bringing me joy because as someone who is quite sensitive and quite empathic social media was not only bad in terms of the time wasting, but it also created huge amounts of insecurity for me in my journey, right, as an entrepreneur and as a human being in general. And so I realized there was this direct correlation between not only my mental health, but my time, the free time that I had to rest and do the stuff that really lights my soul on fire, and my business success between the amount of time I was spending online and the results that I was getting. So what I decided to do was I decided to go cold turkey. Now, cold turkey is my favorite app. Um, I do want to share that this is not a sponsored podcast. I am talking about this because I friggin adore this piece of software. You can find something similar that works for you if this one does not resonate. Cold turkey is marketed as the toughest, um, I believe, toughest blocker on the internet. And it not only allows you to block social media between certain times, but it also allows you to block applications on your desktop. So what I challenge my clients to do as part of my higher end programs is the first thing we do is we create time and space for them because the biggest excuse we have for I cannot do the morning routine is I don't have time, right? I have no time in my schedule. And we realize how much time is actually being wasted on these super, super low value uses things, right? Like scrolling on social media for way longer than you think while you're having your cup of coffee, right? Or worse, checking your phone first thing as you roll out of bed and seeing some bad news online and spiraling out of control from there onwards. It's not a very empowered way to start your day. So what I recommend you do is limit social media and email checking times to specific times during the day. And second, do not rely on your own positive will to actually get this done. What you've got to know is that companies like Gmail and like Facebook have teams of psychologists designed to keep you on their platforms for as long as possible so you see as much advertising as possible and spend as much money as possible, right? So they are very, very well equipped to keep you online. Do not think that you are going to go up against these platforms on your own. I do recommend using a blocker. You cannot trust your nature, right, and your decision when these people literally have teams and teams of experts designed to keep you on those platforms for as long as possible. Now, second to that, if you do decide to go cold turkey and you stop checking email 20 bazillion times a day, you stop checking WhatsApp 500 times a day, and you stop scrolling for hours and hours on social media, you are going to upset some people, right? Particularly the people who are used to having instantaneous responses from you, right? So what you are going to need to do is you are going to need to communicate new and better boundaries. My favorite ways to do this is number one, set up an email autoresponder with a template that says, hey, Hey world, thanks for reaching out. I typically check emails at blah time and blah time. I only check at these times to make sure that I'm giving you the best possible service so I can stay in my zone of focus. For emergencies, please contact me directly via phone call, right? I recommend not putting your phone number there depending on what your business model is, trusting that the people who need to get a hold of you will already have those details. Second to that, you want to message clients. If you've got clients messaging you on 20 billion platforms all of the friggin' time, you are going to want to let them know, hey, I'm streamlining my communication, right? And this might mean focusing your communication on just one channel to eliminate others. Or it might mean just making them aware of exactly when you will be responding to those messages, right? Over communicating those boundaries in a way that is clear and compassionate stops there from being disputes down the line. Because most of the time, what I find is when people set new boundaries, they get super irritated the moment that somebody steps over the line without realizing 
something that they haven't ever drawn the line in the first place, right? So topic number two, or tip number two rather, is go cold turkey. Give yourself a dopamine detox. Get off the hamster wheel of being constantly available. Watch your focus return. Watch how you're able to reclaim your time to then put that time towards growing your business or resting and doing the stuff that again, fills your cup and feeds your golden goose. Now, the last topic that I want to share with you for today's episode is saying no, right? Saying no is going to be one of the best habits you can cultivate if you want to 10x your productivity and change your life. Why? Very, very simple. People pleasing steals your joy and energy, right? And we do this as human beings, again, particularly women. We are conditioned and programmed to say, yes, 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 I can do it all. Right, and I want to give you permission. This is your official permission slip not to have to do it all. Right, when you are saying yes to everything, you are actually saying no to more time with your kids, more time for self care, more time to focus on growing the business. And what I want to share with you is that most of the stuff that we say yes to, not moving us forward. It's not actually the kind of stuff that moves us towards where we want to be. And people often go, but I have to say yes right? You always, always, always have a choice. I want you to recognize that there is always a trade-off. When you say yes to something, you are always saying no to something else. You cannot ignore the reality of trade-offs. Saying yes to spending three hours of your life scrolling on Instagram, because believe it or not, that's exactly the amount of time I was spending on mindless crap on Facebook, not even Instagram, right? Mindless nonsense. Checking your emails 20 billion times a day when you could be having a present moment with your pet, your children, your partner, right? Having a meaningful cup of coffee or a dinner with somebody and being fully present with that experience or having the time to go, I'm going to make that extra connection today. I'm going to sell my stuff. I'm going to make time for the dream that's building in me. Because here's the thing, we don't have time. It's the biggest illusion that people walk around with tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. Right, and I literally keep myself so in check with this. I literally have an animal skull on my table. <laughs> if you actually want to see this weird thing that I do to myself, if you'd like to see the skull, drop me a message and I will send you a photo. I keep the skull near me to remind me of my own mortality. And this sounds like an absolutely horrid thing to do, but it reminds me, if today were my last day on earth, would I say yes to this? <laughs> Is it important enough to me to say yes to this thing? And so I made it a habit in my life to only say yes to things that were moving me towards my health, my wealth, my happiness, and the relationships that were most important to me. And that meant understanding the reality of trade-offs and understanding that I was going to disappoint people. When you stand in your truth and you stand in what is most important for you, you are going to disappoint people. But I would rather disappoint the entire world than sell my own soul, right? This is really, really, really important for you. Saying no, eliminating the overload, deciding no, I'm not going to be helping <laughs> at the charity bake sale this weekend because I actually realize I've got so much more on my plate right now. And I find the easiest way to say no is to figure out, first of all, what are you saying yes to? And this is going to give you the fuel that you need to be able to say no where it matters. So I'll give you a quick example here. I used to have so many partnership opportunities coming through where I was constantly being invited to partner with people in business. And I love these opportunities initially until I realized every time I say yes to a partnership, it's energy that I'm pouring into somebody else's business instead of my own. And there came a time where I decided that it was more valuable to me to build my own business so I could help as many people as I possibly could, as opposed to pouring huge amounts of energy into getting startups going, right? It no longer became something important to me. What was more important was serving my own clients and deepening the message that I've got, building momentum there. 
So I started to say no. And on average, I say no to probably about 80% of the requests that come through my inbox for, do you want to partner on this venture project? No. <laughs> no, I don't. Because what's more important to me is taking Mondays off, spending time with my horse, doing the things that I love, right? Spending time with amazing clients or having a beautiful meal with my partner, right? Or focusing on my own stuff, right? What is most important to you? So point number three, the thing that is really going to set you up for success to 10x your productivity and change your life is start saying no. Ask yourself, where am I playing out people-pleasing energy? Where am I looking at my schedule and I'm saying yes to things that actually feel like a no in my body and actually feel like a no when it comes to the values and the goals that I've set for myself? Can I release those things? Can I have the courage to begin to disappoint people, to put myself first in this moment and in doing so, understanding that by putting myself first and by fueling that golden goose, I'm able to give more. I'm able to be more for my family, for everyone else in my life as well, right? There is such deep, deep, deep selflessness in being selfish in this way, right? So just to recap again, number one, morning routine, fill your own cup first. That's going to be really important. I want you to find one thing you can add to your morning routine and ask yourself, can I be flexible instead of being so black and white with this and deciding that I failed when things don't go according to plan next Monday when I can't do a three hour morning routine? Be flexible. Add your wellness activities first. Brainstorm, journal on how am I currently treating my golden goose? Have I cut it open? Right? Is she bleeding to death <laughs> on the floor right now? Or is she enjoying the best food she could possibly eat and living it up while she continues to produce those golden eggs? Right? Number two, go cold turkey reclaim the parts of your life that things like social media, mindless email checking and work for work sake are currently siphoning out of your experience. You do not have time, right? The time that we have is so short on this planet relative to all of the dreams that we hold in our hearts. So I want to invite you today to ruthlessly cut out everything that is not serving you. And that means point number three, saying no to the stuff that's not in alignment with your highest goals and your highest values. Now, I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. I would absolutely love to hear from you. So please go ahead and drop me your feedback, right? Drop me some pictures. If you want to share with me, tell me how this has shifted in your experience. Even if you took just one thing from today, I would invite you to go deep with that one thing. Take action on what you learned today. Don't jump to the next thing and get excited about something else. Take the message, apply it and watch your life and your business change and quantum leap to where it is that you want to be going. Hey there, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you found it valuable and you do want to share this episode with the world, I would be sure to screenshot, post and tag me on Instagram at Megan Shalidis so I can stalk your profile and we can connect some more. While you're there, drop me a quick message with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. And if you want to get notified of upcoming episodes on this podcast, go ahead and click on the subscribe button so you never miss a beat. See you soon.